The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Whether you're a seasoned angler or a newbie just cutting your teeth... Today on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, the boys will break down new baits, tackle, presentation and structure, plus the basic fundamentals that will help you see more success in the coming fishing season. Now, here's Jim and Trav. More than 44 million Americans, six years of age and older, fish 557 million days per year. And with that, we're talking... Fishing. Spring fishing. Yeah. Always They such, all use the same worm, too. Such a letdown. <laughs> right, so we are talking about spring fishing on today's show. It's going to be great. Check this out. We're actually going to be joined by the 2015 Geico Bassmaster Classic winner, Mr. Casey Ashley. Great guy. Plus, Tim Adams of Bottom Feeders. Got to check him out Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. They're in their third season. And then how about J.P. DeRose of Breaking Boundaries? Season 2 premieres Saturday, April 4th. He's from Canada. Yeah, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on WFN and then Tim McWelch great guy great Canadian plug there <laughs> that, like that matters I think that guy's from Ontario <laughs> he um, actually looked like it tremendous beard I think that they all have beards in order to survive up there um, the harsh elements he tucks his family in his beard. They, that's how they stay warm. He actually fishes that structure. Yeah. You know, that's why he won so many tournaments as a pro angler. Uh, Mrs. Bunny, spring fishing on today's show. What are you going to be talking about? Uh, some things that happened at the Bassmaster Classic if you missed it. All right, so this crap actually went down, and Mrs. Bunny and Nissan, they're covering it. When crap happens, Mrs. Bunny is there to cover it, and she's brought to you by Nissan. <laughs> all right, Mrs. Bunny, take it away. Okay, so I'll build up to this. Okay. okay. So, first of all, we're um, building. Cold, cold tournament. They delayed the start on day one and everything. And ice, kind of frozen water. People breaking up the ice with their rods and stuff. Cold tournament. So, anyways, leader, day one leader, Dean Roja, was assessed a 28-minute late start penalty because the poor guy went and picked up a brand new boat and forgot to change the time on his Lorance Electronics. Oh. And when he thought he had time to check in his fish, he really didn't. So. Is that Dean Rojas or Roja? Which means red in Spanish. Yeah. Exactly. He, he, I bet he was he red, was red in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he was mad. Uh, now, the cold weather kind of uh, contributed to this. Um, bad delays at the ramps. A lot of guys were having problems with their boats being iced onto their trailers. And one guy actually took him 45 minutes to get his boat off of his trailer. And he, uh, Steve Lund, he actually had to back his really? own trailer into the water and let the ice unthaw his trailer, uh, how, unthaw his boat from his trailer. How cold was it? They were showing up with ice houses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the biggest, the biggest story to come out of it that was not associated with the tournament was um, 10-time classic qualifier David Walker. Oh, yeah. On Sunday, he's fishing the final day of the three-day practice um, days, and he's on the lower end of the lake around noon, and he's within sight of a launch ramp, and he sees a whole bunch of cars parked around a ramp at the end, and sheriff's vehicles are showing up and stuff, and he's kind of intrigued by what's going on, so he pulls up his trolling motor, and he kind of heads that way, and he sees something in the water, and there is a guy in the water, and he... Um, 
is he said whoa <laughs> i'm trying to hold the sneeze in yeah well i guess so thank you so he goes on over there and he uh, no god bless you no okay. no thank you, you interrupted me <laughs> thank you so he goes over there and there's a guy in the water and he asked the guy you know he he says to him verbatim you picked a heck of a day for a swim it was oh. like 40 degrees oh. and so uh the guy uh got in his boat and forgot to put the plug in his boat sunk. oh are you yeah. serious but now here's here's the real backstory. Crux of the story. He actually lipped the guy, pulling him out of the water, found out he was too small, and threw him threw back. Put him yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, he this guy is in the water, and he's been in the water for like 10 minutes or so. The guy, I guess oh. he's a big, a bigger guy, and um, he's three to four hundred yards um, offshore in the open water, and he's kind of trying to swim, but he's flailing, and he's having a hard time, and hypothermia is starting to set in. And he's trying to uh, get him in the boat. Well, he's a big guy, and, and pulling him is not enough, and he's afraid he's going to pull. Uh, he's afraid he's going to get pulled in the water too so he kind of sits down and uses his weight and leverages him and has to pull him up over the side and the guy kind of army crawls at one point the guy didn't think he could get in the boat and he asked him just to tow him to shore yeah i was gonna say troll with him (laughs) no well he said he was just too cold and he wouldn't have been able to hang on so he gets him to shore and emts and stuff meet them at shore and uh take him off he never got his name he doesn't he didn't know who he was just that he was able to save a guy on the water and um it's kind of funny because in the last two tournaments uh this has happened this has happened before where authority ask all of the tournament anglers to uh, watch out for um, boaters or kayakers who have gone missing. And so this just happened to be a, the right guy in the right place at the right time because everybody was crediting him with saving his life because he would not have been able to make it back to shore. So yeah. very interesting uh, 2015 Geico Bassmaster Classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, did they uh, give this guy some kind of reward for pulling this guy out? Or? They did. At uh, the um, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers during one of the ceremonies at the tournament presented by Thomas J. Tickner, commander of the Savannah District, they gave him a certificate of appreciation recognizing citizens for exemplary acts and basically said that he went the extra mile and that this is what um, being a, a citizen is all about is being able to save people when you know they're in danger. So, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin Van Dam is actually going to win an award next year for trying to save his career. Oh! <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> all right, you know, I, I want to play a little, I want to pit you guys against each other. You Uh-oh. guys ready? We're ready. ready. All right, Mrs. Bunny versus Jim. It's brought to you by Funness. <laughs> it's Mrs. Bunny versus Jim. Who will prevail? All right, so true or false, incense bunny is a lady. Okay. She gets the answer first. True or false, anglers spend more than $1 billion a year alone in bait. True or false? A billion with a B. Yes. In bait. Yes. Also with a B. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, on bait alone, I would say no. I would actually say yes. Because bait, you're talking about anything from live bait to cut bait to uh, crank baits to jigs and worms and so forth. Yeah. I'm about Are to say something. Are you including the guys like on like on like Wicked Tuna and stuff like that on Discovery <laughs> I'm Channel? I'm saying bait. How about the little I, Japanese they, guy out hey, there going for use, a whale? They use my, bait. My game, my rules. <laughs> Stop. I, I never thought I'd say this, but that's right. Jim's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ready? Here we go. Yes. Redeem yourself. True okay. or false? More than 38 million Americans. Hunting fish. I would say true. I would say true as well. All right, you both win. All right, so last one here. True or false? Hunters and anglers support more jobs nationwide than the number of people employed by Walmart. True or false? That's true. 
I would say true. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. God, Jim won. I know. Holy crap. All right. Uh, I guess congratulations is in order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I'll get a certificate of appreciation. Well, in my defense, <laughs> Kevin just, Van Dam's going to give it to you. Just yeah. on bait, I can see equipment as a total, but a, a billion don't. a billion just on bait, I mean, that's, don't. that's Do incredible. you want to say it again? Is that billion with a B? Yes. <laughs> you lost with a capital L. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we are talking about early spring fishing on today's show. Coming up after the break, we're going to have the Geico Bassmaster Classic winner for 2015, Mr. Casey Ashley. I even pointed at you, Jim. I wanted her to do it. <laughs> Such a she letdown. Right. If you do it again, I'll say it. <laughs> Big shout out to Outdoor Channel. Outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan. NissanUSA.com. Ruger. Ruger.com. High Mount Seasonings. H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Extreme Beam. ExtremeBeam.com. Lucky Buck. Lucky-Buck.com. And Remington at Remington.com. Here is a word for Mark. Don't go anywhere, Mr. Casey Ashley. He is coming up next. And once again, he is the 2015 Geico Bassmaster Classic winner. He is on deck. Yeah, but he didn't catch that guy in the water. All righty. Don't go anywhere. We will return right after this. This is funny. Thank you. You're welcome. Loser. Yep. (laughs) Whether you're into big game hunting, trapping, or even fishing, JimandTrav.com has got you covered. Plus, while you're there, get registered to win a signed copy of Tim McWelsh's Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. Also up for grabs is a hunter's prize pack from High Mountain Seasonings. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Enter. Win. Commercial fishing is probably one of the toughest things in the world to try to make a living at. It seems like every time I turn around, people want more fish. The species that can't adapt to changing conditions become extinct. If we don't get out west, we're going to go extinct too. You never know what's going to happen. You could really hit the jackpot. Got a bite. It's Moby. Or you could have all bad luck and it could last forever. You just never know. I think that's what keeps you going. The Outdoor Channel Original Series, Bottom Feeders. Saturdays at 12.30 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel. The new Remington Squeegee. To use it, simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington Squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches and hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. The Nissan Frontier is loaded with features perfect for any outdoorsman, like tons of power from a 261-horsepower V6 engine, plus a new feature we're trying out, the game call horn. There's elk, turkey, and mule deer. We're still working on that one, but the Frontier does have the first-in-class Utilitrack cargo-carrying system to strap down your big game. Though cool, the game call horn is not a real feature of the Frontier. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation Small Pickup Class. Properly secure all cargo. This spring, if you get lost hiking in the woods, Hmm. think about it. The worst thing that can happen is that you get mauled to death by a pack of wild dogs. A friendly reminder from the revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Nissan. 
Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed Miss Bunny. Man, she had a lot of great information about little-known and useless information of things that happened while at the Classic down there on Lake Hardwell, uh, first part of February. Some classic March, oh right. crap moments. Yeah. Right? How about that guy that pulled out of the lake? I would have loved him. Yeah. <laughs> I would have skipped the award and went fishing. I just would have pointed him toward the shore. Doggy paddle. All right, so we're talking about early spring fishing on today's show. Yeah, and we're going to have, get this, the winner of the 2015 Bassmaster Classic. Fish with him is fun. He looks like Easton Corbin. I'm what sorry. What was that? Casey Ashley. He is the winner of the uh, 2015 Geico Bassmaster Classic. Won it down there on Lake Harwell, South Carolina, uh, February 22nd. He's the man with the plan, Mr. Casey. How's it going, buddy? It's good. How y'all doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good. All right, so let's talk about this. Uh, on the eve of day three, uh, you're laying in your Winnebago, um, and a country music song inspired you to take home the win, and to top it off, you were using one of your dad's homemade baits he made for you, man. Uh, incredible story. Tell Jim and I about this. Yeah, it's uh, it was a pretty cool deal. You know, I was getting ready for the classic, and you know, I just finished the open down in Florida. Got back home, and time was getting short. You know, I did a, I did lots of interviews pre-classic as well, and you know, I just didn't have much time. And and I knew that bait would play. It's something that we've used for years and years around here. And I called my daddy up. I said, "Hey, you know, you have to make some blade runners." I said, "I ain't got time to come over and do it." Yeah. Uh, so he did. He made all that he had the components for. I think he wound up making like twenty-five or thirty. And he just kind of when he gave them to me, he said. It's probably what you're going to win the classic on. And I was like, yeah, right, you know. <laughs> but but it, it wound up that that's the way it happened. But, I mean, that that bite, you know, I knew it was going to be good. Uh, I didn't think I could win doing that, you know, because you, you really have to get super lucky and get, you know, the right weather conditions for that. Uh, and the final day, you, I couldn't have drawn it up any better. I mean, cloudy, raining, overcast days, that's what you really want, you know, when you're trying to run that pattern all day long. Otherwise, you know, you only get a couple hours in the morning and it's done. But, you know, it, it worked out. I thought I would win that tournament fishing docks, brush with a jig. And I did that the first two days of the event. And, you know, I was just laying there thinking at the end of day two that the jig bite wasn't really happening. And I don't know why that song popped in my head, the Y Lady Y, but, you know, it's, uh, I'm glad it did. So it's, that's probably going to be a little pre-tournament ritual from now on. Okay, but you ended with 50 pounds of fish. 50 pounds, one ounce. In one ounce, and that's over three days. Now, your closest competitor was like 45 pounds. You know, that's really a long ways off. Usually we're talking ounces here, but uh, 45 pounds to 50 is a long ways. Hey, man, it don't matter. As long as you win by an ounce or by 50 pounds, it's the same. Now, real quick, before we go on this, buddy, once again, talking with Casey Ashley. He's the Geico Bassmaster Classic winner for 2015. Where can we find you online, buddy? I got a website, CaseyAshley.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I got a Twitter account. That's uh, C. Ashley Fishing. That's how you can find me on there. So. It's, uh, I'm pretty involved. Fans will be able to follow me pretty well all year long. Yeah, he's too busy winning tournaments to be That's Facebooking. Right. That's right. Um, no, no. Uh, you, you, you mentioned that uh, you were you were fishing uh, jigs. Now, normally when you fish a jig, you're fishing fairly deep. How deep of water were you fishing, and did, did your Lawrence really come into play on this? You know, it really, really varied as far as the jig fishing. I was fishing, you know, 5 to, to 40 feet of water. 
but how I caught my fish, you know, I caught them on a blade runner. We call it a blade runner here. A lot of folks call it fish head spin or uh, underspin, you know, that type deal. I was throwing a Zoom Super Fluke Junior on the back. That was my trailer for my bait. And um, pearl white was the color. But all those fish that I caught on that deal, they come 35 to 40 feet deep. And it was, you know, it's a painfully slow type presentation, but the yeah, best mm-hmm. way you can put it, I mean, nobody's going to help you catch them. So, I mean, you just have to tune all that stuff out. My daddy called it Doc Talk. You know, you'd have to tune out Doc Talk and just, just go do what you do. Sounds like your dad's a prophet. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> he tells you you're going to win on this bait, giving solid advice. All right, so let, let's talk about some tips. Um, obviously, you're 31 years old, man. A lot of younger anglers look up to you. Uh, what are some common mistakes you see a lot of anglers make when they're out there on the water? You know, time on the water is everything, and whether that be – you know, learning different conditions and different patterns of the fish, but it, it also, it trains your mind to block out all that stuff that you don't need to be thinking about. I mean, it's just, it's you and the fish and, you know, you need to get in your zone and stay in it. Yeah. Now, the thing is, when you're out there and, and you're fishing, do you actually play that out in your mind like the night before or the day before? Uh, of exactly how you're going to do it. And you've fished that lake so much. Was it hard for you to kind of get into different zones to where you knew the fish were? No, you know, I, uh, I'm i pretty good about, you know, fishing for the moment. I mean, there's, I know so many places on that lake that I've caught fish on. You know, I, I might not even caught a fish if I'd have done that. But whether I know a lake real well or, or where I've never been there before, you know, I'm I like to fish now. You know, I like to know what the fish are doing now, not what they were doing three months ago or four years ago. Um, that's the way I like to fish. And actually, you know, even on the tour, I, I would rather go to a lake that I've never been to before. That's usually where I do the best, um, just because of new water, you know, new conditions. You have no no knowledge of the lake. That's, that's the way I like to fish. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Casey Ashley. Of course, he is the Geico Bassmaster Classic winner for 2015. Uh, and, boy, he's coming to a theater near you. Yeah, or a lake. <laughs> uh, he won it with 50 pounds, one ounce. Mr. Casey, one more time uh, to learn more about you, your win, possibly get some cool tips, dude. Uh, where can we find you online? Uh, my website, like I said, that's CaseyAsher.com. I'll be on Facebook and, and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well, and you can find that at Fishing. You bet. Hey, uh, coming up next, we have got Tim Adams, and he has a program on Outdoor Channel called Bottom Feeders. Yeah, I got to check it out. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturdays. That's what you got to be watching. Uh, anyways, here's the third mark. season. Third season. Great people. I like Tim. Big walleye angler. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about some walleye fishing, I think. Weighs about 350 pounds. Look at that. Two oh. hands, one <laughs> sleeve. I'm amazing. They call me Houdini. I thought you looked like a seal. All right, so early spring fishing on today's show. Here is a word from Mark once again. Uh, bottom Feeder's very own Tim Adams. He is coming up next. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, and Ruger. Mr. Casey, man, congrats. Thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. Got questions? Lay them on us at JimandTrav.com and search our vault for endless outdoor tidbits, reducing odor, stand placement, the pros and cons or heavy or light arrows, and even how to rig your AR for optimal deer hunting. JimandTrav.com has real-world advice for hardcore outdoorsmen. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn.
You get one shot at this. The most isolated citizens in America. That's what living out here is. You got to keep plugging away. Depend on its most courageous airline. Because somebody needs something in an airplane. No! Takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill and a lot of balls. Have you seen these guns? You never know what Mother Nature's going to throw at you, so you better be prepared for it. You always operate the plane right on the edge of pretty much chaos. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Hunting just got tastier with high mountain seasonings and their vast array of spices, seasonings, camp meals, rubs and shakers. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22. Another American-made product from Ruger. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extrebeam.com. If Jim and Trav ever go missing, we won't put their pictures on a milk carton. We'll put it on a 40 of PBR. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented to you by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. That was a heck of a break, Trav. It was a great break. Yeah. Hey, we just heard from Casey Ashley. He is the Geico Bassmaster 2015 Classic winner. You started saying, straight up. Straight up. <laughs> this is the show. You're straight up gangster is what you are. I am. Uh, just now being joined by Tim Adams. Got to check him out on Bottom Feeder, Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. They are in their third season. Got to check him out on a Facebook. It's like uh, Bottom Feeders TV. Like your page. Get involved. Uh, Tim, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. Going good today. Weather's finally warming up up here up Minnesota, so everything's looking good. Yeah, actually, summer to you guys is like two months of bad sledding, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much up there. We've kind of had a weird winter, you know. It went from, it was kind of mild through January, and then we got the deep freeze, and now it just went from 20 below to 60 degrees in about two days. It's like, what in the world? crazy yeah now people that watch you obviously they know that you're a commercial fisherman uh yep. but, but you're also on the pro circuit you like to uh, fish for walleyes right oh yeah i love walleye fishing that's one of my favorite things to do in the whole world yeah now this time of the year a lot of people say that the toughest thing is getting on them and once you can get on them uh the bite's usually pretty good so what do you focus on keying I need to on eliminate water yeah structure wise this time of year this time of year you know the walleyes are in the pre-spawn mode and then big horses they'll be coming up on the especially now where you're just coming kind of out of out of winter mode and we fish the mississippi river right here in minnesota and then big old walleyes they like to come up especially at day lake today sunshine and they'll come up on these sand flats and you shallower you can fish them it sounds crazy but that's where they're at throw some big plastic ringworms or something in there and four or five feet of water three feet of water even and they like to come up sun themselves get in a little warm weather kind of getting in the mood to get ready to spawn close to kind of where they like to spawn and you can get into some big horses yeah now you mentioned uh, ringworms now are you are you putting those on a jig or how are you doing that yep yep right on a jig and throw it any kind of plastic will work and just whipping you know them fish will be kind of spooky on them sand flats so you got to kind of stay off to the side and whip in there and just kind of drag them across the bottom and 
It'll work. Yeah. Now, now on, on bottom feeders, how many different species do you handle in your your fishing business? Well, um, we, we, we can sell our, I mean, our main focus is carp and buffalo. And then um, we get like white carp and suckers and sheephead and all that kind of stuff that we can sell. All the game fish we catch, we got to gotta let go, you know, we'll catch certain, a lot of the spots when you're seining and you got to, especially in the wintertime, there's a big school of carp on one end of the lake. There ain't much for game fish with them, you know, but we'll run into anything that swims in any of the waters we've caught. What's the most unusual thing that you've ever caught? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, you know, up here, when we first caught one of the Asian carp coming up the river, that was, oh, that's been over 15 years ago when we caught the first one, and I'll never forget that day because it got late on us and it was dark, and we were kind of, we caught about 15,000 pounds of fish, which is a huge ball for us. Wow. But one of the guys was... um, was out in there, and he just got back from Alaska. I've done some fishing up there as well, commercial fishing, and he goes, holy man, we got a salmon! And I'm like, a salmon? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looked like a salmon, you know, my first experience with a, with a big head carp, and it was like, wow, you know, I, that, that was kind of unusual at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, talking with Tim Adams, uh, Bottom Feeders, Middleman, he's on Outdoor Channel Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I was going to say, what is your average haul in a day? What do you guys bring in? You know, we've had hauls up to four or five hundred thousand pounds. Oh, really? Yeah, and that that'll take us. We we can load out a hundred thousand pounds in a day, but when oh. when we seine, we'll then you just kind of keep all the fish right in the net until you know the trucks come in, the semis come in, we load them up, and then we might you know five hundred thousand pound haul probably take us a week to get up get rid of. <laughs> Holy cow! This, this winter, the biggest haul we had was um, about 340000 Man. And we finished one up yesterday. We had uh, just like 120000 And now we'll, today we'll, I don't know what we'll catch today. You being from Minnesota, have you ever caught any of those lutefish? Those what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always hear about those things. You guys eat those things up in Minnesota, but of course that's a process that they go through. But no, yeah. people don't really realize. I mean, how many goods catfish, carp that is sold? Because you know they think of uh, tuna, you know, whatever. Yeah. But a lot of people don't think of carp and buffalo. And carp is absolutely delicious. I mean, we just. My my wife and my two little girls, we just fried that up Friday. You take a carp, play scaling, uh-huh. play him out, and then cut about every quarter inch or so, make a slit, but don't go through the skin because it's all full of bones. Uh-huh. Put breadcrumbs on it and whatever kind of flavoring you like and make sure the oil is about 400 degrees. Cut it into probably three-inch chunks, throw it in there, and it's absolutely delicious. Oh. I mean, us Americans are just spoiled because, you know, everyone's grown up not to eat carp, but it's, it's absolutely delicious. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Tim. Hey, we've been talking with Tim Adams, and, of course, he is the uh, one of the hosts of Bottom Feeders on Outdoor Channel Saturday nights at 8.30 p.m. And, uh, hey, we've got a whole lot coming up yet. That's Eastern time, too. He's, oh, well. He is the middleman. He is the middleman. Coming up next, we got J.P. DeRose. Got to check him out. Uh, Breaking Boundary, Season 2 premieres Saturday, April 4th, 1130 a.m. Eastern time on WFN. J.P. DeRose is coming up next as we talk more about early spring fishing. Here's a word from Mark. Big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, High Mountain Seasonings, and Ruger. Uh, Mr. Tim, you're awesome, dude. Thank you so much for calling in, buddy. All right, thanks. Take care, guys.
JimandTrav.com only examines topics that hunters and anglers care about. So if you're wanting whitetail management tips, limb lining advice, or turkey hunting tactics, JimandTrav.com is your premier outdoor destination. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. My name is Derek, and I'm not an outdoorsman at all. I didn't bring hand sanitizer. <laughs> Witness the mayhem as the world's greatest outdoorsman put him to the test. We're fixing to go to war with them flying fish. Can Derek put aside his vanilla latte long enough to discover his killer instinct? <laughs> I'm going down. Find out on the Outdoor Channel original series, The Reluctant Outdoorsman, Thursdays at 7.30 Eastern. No, no, no. Stop it. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. Remington Gun Care Products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers. Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. One time, Travis got really drunk and punched a Sasquatch in the head. Yeah, I don't think that really happened. Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented to you by Outdoor Channel. Hey, this is Revolution with Jim and Trav, and if you're just joining us, you missed the whole Tim Adams. That's the bottom feeder guy. Tim Adams? Not only Tim Adams. you got to check him out at 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time Outdoor Channel, Saturdays. Uh-huh. Uh, Mrs. Bunny, how about Casey Ashley, the 2015 Geico Bassmaster Classic winner? Well, them too. As we talk about early spring fishing on today's show. Yeah, our next guest, though, uh, he hails from Canada. J.P. DeRoe. That's right. Give him a hey, road. Doesn't he have a program on World Fishing Network? Yeah, Breaking Boundaries. Got to check out Season 2. It premieres Saturday, April 4th, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on WFN. That is the World Fishing Network. Uh, Mr. JP, thanks so much for coming on. How's it going, buddy? It's doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, Jim's always good, aren't you? <laughs> all right, so uh, you label... Sometimes better than others. You label yourself as an all-around fisherman. You'll use any method to get the job done, but you don't... Dynamite. You, you're not a noodle fisherman. You don't go noodling. You know what? It's probably the one thing that I absolutely refuse to try. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? I have no desire to stick a toe, a finger, a head, an arm, or anything else into a... <laughs> You know, a muddy hole that I cannot see the fish. Yeah. You know, when I was out uh, fishing professionally, you know, I used to describe it as hunting rather than fishing. You know, I think of fishing, I think my grandfather in a little uh, rowboat, his lines over the edge and if something bit, it was great. If it didn't, he went home. But with uh, bass fishing or even walleye fishing, you are actually searching out your quarry, aren't you? It's true. And it's, it's something I've realized. It's not just bass. Bass guys are probably the most fine tuned into the hunting them, patterning them, figuring out what they're doing. But it really translates to every fish I've fished for. It's just that we don't bother thinking of it that way. We get so bass-centric that we, we think bass is the 
be all end all. Yeah. Once again, talk with uh, JP DeRose. Got to check him out. Breaking Boundaries. Season two premieres Saturday, April 4th, 1130 a.m. Eastern time on a WFN. Now, you're kind of known as a gear aficionado. Uh, a gear junkie. What is some cool uh, new tackle for 2015, man, that people want to know about? What I've seen happening, I thought for a number of years that we couldn't get further ahead than we were in technology on fishing reels and rods. And um, I've been fortunate enough over the years to deal with uh, Shimano and G. Loomis. And I saw this year at the Bassmaster Classic them drop a bomb with uh, a few new releases. And one of them was their new rods uh, in the Zodius line, which They've done something that the main failing point for all rods is ovalization in a blank. So as a rod bends, the blank tends to oval. Uh-huh. No different than if you grab the straw and you slowly bent it, you would notice the straw would get wider side to side and narrower top to bottom. Mm-hmm. That's called ovalization. So what they've done is something called high power X, where they're wrapping carbon tape in a specific degreed angle up the blank. Oh, wow. Allowing them to make a lighter blank, but it's increased torsional rigidity in the blanks and the ovalization has been reduced. So you're ending up with a really a lighter, stronger, more sensitive blank. And it's coming in at like a $200 price tag. It's pretty ridiculous. And I'm loving to see that technology come forward to the everyday angler. Yeah, well, you know, being a tournament fisherman, you probably fish with probably seven or nine rods loaded. But for the average guy out there, I mean, he makes an investment of a couple hundred bucks. It's going to last him nearly a lifetime if he just takes care of his gear. Well, that's the biggest problem. You see guys abuse their gear. Graphite, I don't care who the manufacturer is, is delicate. And it bruises. And much like you poking a peach or dropping it on the ground, a graphite blank is very, very similar. So when you bruise it, it could be done by dropping it and banging it on the gunwale of the boat. Or it could be done by a weight or a lure coming back and hitting it. Or I've seen guys, you know, you've seen them all take their lure and hook it up to the very first guide on the rod uh-huh. and then travel down the lake with that lure banging the rod repeatedly. Well, you're bruising that blank and you're damaging the integrity. And when it breaks, that's where it happens. So, yeah, taking care of a blank. I've never, I could be honest with you, in eight years, I've never broken a blank through fishing. Well, I think in 14 years of doing the show, you're the first guy that said torque rigidity. Is that what you said? <laughs> Torsional rigidity. Torsional rigidity. Uh, I told you I'm a geek. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you well, actually, JP? He went to the Bill Dance School of hauling your rods. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on now. All right. Yeah, yeah we, we've said this a bunch, and I know it's kind of an old cliche: is that there, there's more tackle to catch anglers than there is to catch actual fish. Um, and and obviously you, you're hawking products, and people are are, are sponsoring you, and, and you select only the best. Um, but do you find you, you walk into a Cabela's or you walk into a Bass Pro Shop and there's aisles upon aisles of thousands of products and it's really kind of confusing if you're a new angler, what to pick? What should we select to make it successful? But it's really not what you buy. It's knowing how to use that product properly, correct? Absolutely. You know, I see this all the time. You know, you'll see guys talk about 40 or $50 California swim baits, or you'll see yeah. the new Japanese line of baits that are out where guys are spending 20 to $30 on jerk baits and crank baits. And you get people buying them because they think just because you own it, it's going to catch fish. But it's not the case. You have to know how to use the product properly. You know, you can't buy a football, grab it with in the middle of the ball and throw it overhand and expect it to do a spiral. you got to understand how to hold it and how to use it. Well, lure is no real, really any different. You got to understand the time, the place, the color patterns, you know, the retrieve and all the things it's designed to do to make it effective. And I hate seeing people spend their hard earned dollars 
and not fully look into what the lures or the reel or the rod is capable of because they can be so much better than just chucking and winding. Mm, once again, talk with uh, J.P. Rose. Got to check out Breaking Boundaries, uh, Season 2 premieres Saturday, April 4th, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on WFN. Now, big question. It, it's kind of a heated topic, but everyone's saying that Canadian anglers are better than American anglers. Oh, uh, God. Where do you stand on that? We started there, remember, <laughs> this, just this morning. This is you guys starting this. Okay, I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm going to get baited that easily, guys, but <laughs> Canadian anglers, I will say this about them. I'm not going to say that they're better than American anglers. I'm not going to say that they're worse. I'm not going to get baited into that. But I will say we are diehard anglers and we love the rough water. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it there. Hey, we've been talking with J.P. DeRose. And, of course, he has a program on World Fishing Network. And it's called, what is it, Trap? Breaking Boundaries. Got to check out Season 2. It premieres Saturday, April 4th, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Once again on WFN World Fishing Network. Coming up next, we got uh, Tim McWelch. One of our favorite guys. And he has a, that new book out uh, on survival techniques. Hunting and gathering survival manual. Going to be talking, I think we're going to be talking about making a weir. That's weir. Just, weir what? Weir. Fishing trap, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are talking about early spring fishing on today's show. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Remington, and Lucky Buck. JP, man, you're awesome. You're, you're a Canadian Mountie, man. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on. Yeah, you beat the hell out of Jim Shockey. Thanks a lot, guys. Have yourself a great day. All right, here's Mark. Don't go anywhere. At JimandTrav.com, you can chase your dreams and hunt to the extreme with rock-solid advice from our panel of experts. Get in tune with Jeff Nimnick's Predator Pulse. Learn the latest in survival know-how from Tim McWelsh and master wild game recipes with Mrs. Bunny. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Yay! It's almost spring! Time to go fishing! Now where's that pole? Back to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Nissan. 
Hey, if you're just joining us, you missed old J.P. DeRose. This guy knows a heck of a lot about walleye fishing. Walleye fishing? Well, okay. something. <laughs> the second season uh, uh, premieres uh, Saturdays, April 4th. That is uh, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time on a WFN. Just now being joined oh, by Tim McWells. I don't know why I went. He's oh. our favorite survival guru. It seemed to fit. Obviously, he survived the longest. Got a great new book out, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. Got How to buy keep it. fingers out of your mouth. <laughs> yes, you could also win at our website. Go to JimmyTraff.com. Sign copy, Mr. Tim. You're awesome and you're bearded. We love you. Well, thank you, gentlemen. My feelings of amity <laughs> and, and beard envy are right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so spring fishing on today's show. And obviously, we're always looking through your book. We got several in the lobby. We got them in the bathroom, the break room. Jimbo had pointed out, though, uh, you're making a weir catching fish. Let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, this is not new territory, not by a long shot. This is a, a technique for collecting fish that is just about as old as fishing itself. So a fish weir can be done in certain areas. You're going to have to check your local fishing regulations to see if this is something you can even do on private property or, or in public waterways. But uh, for fish, also for eel, and even for turtles, um, people construct weir, weirs out of different material. And so um, I've actually seen uh, an ancient Native American fish weir um, up in New Jersey, of all places, and it's built out of stone. And it's like a stone wall in the river. Mm-hmm. not a straight wall. The wall actually is V-shaped. And the point of the V, the center of the V, is open so that the water can rush through there. Mm-hmm. And so the way these weirs can be can be operated, we could have a fish trap at that point of high water pressure, high water volume at the center of the weir, and it could be a, a fish trap that is something that's separate, like a large basket mm-hmm. that you could put in there, weigh it down with some rocks so the current doesn't wash it away, and then fish that try to go downstream, they get stuck in that weir, and and as, as any fisherman knows, fish don't swim backwards that well. They're just not built for that. And so they're trying to swim backwards up current, and they just can't do it. And so they end up getting stuck in a narrow basket. And then the Native folks, or even folks today, you go out and scoop up your basket, and hopefully there's some fish, some eel, maybe some larger crawdads if you've got a tightly woven basket. Um, you never know what you're going to find. Yeah. Now that fish weir, that's a that's a great idea. But you've got a lot of uh, a lot of items, especially in the very first part. And I'm talking that was like number nine out of a book called Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual: 221 Primitive and Wilderness Skills Survival Skills Survival Skills. And that that was number nine. Another one I like is the uh, Make a Soda Bottle Trap for. A, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm assuming that's for crawdads, right? Well, you can actually you can get little fish. And, and these could be something that you, you'd cook and eat um, or use them as bait for, for larger fish. But you can get crawdads, you can get minnows and, and you know, just, just baby fish and, and um, anchovies. Lord knows what else in your bottle trap. And, and they're really easy to make. If you could get just a two-liter soda bottle and you cut off the top of it mm-hmm. where, where the shoulders are kind of rounded and you're cutting the, the neck and shoulders off the bottle, you're going to turn that around and put it in the bottle. So you're, you're basically cutting the, the shoulders off the bottle and you're, you're reversing it. You're turning it inside the bottle. Mm-hmm. And this forms a funnel that opens in the center of the bottle's body. Mm-hmm. So, so you've got this open point. 
kind of in the in the very center of your of your soda bottle. And it's it's nice if you can poke a few holes in there just to get some water flow through the bottle, but you don't have to. And this is something you could tie to a string and attach to a stake or uh, maybe a maybe bush or tree next to the waterway, or we could weigh it down with rocks. And that's even better for the crawdads. They're going to love that shelter. They're going to love that shelter feeling. And so they'll go up under the rocks and end up going inside of this bottle trap. And the only aquatic creature that's smart enough to get out of these kind of traps is an octopus. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the opening for the trap is in the center of the trap. Mm-hmm. And it's against the animal's instincts to go to the center to get out. They always go to the edges. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Tim McWells. He has a book called Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. There's 221 different things that you can learn about how to survive in the wild. And uh, actually, the Big Mac was named after him. Oh, yeah. It was. He, <laughs> loves, uh, he loves Big Mac. He's a Mac Daddy. Also, hop on You can enter to you can, win, you can win a signed copy of this book. But if we don't win, and we are, everybody in the whole world is going to buy it, where can we find this book online to purchase it, man? We can get this rascal on Amazon, and it is available as an ebook. Ooh. So it can be uh, it can be put on um, uh, your Kindle type device. Uh, you see how technologically savvy I am, um, and uh, it's also an iBook uh, from iTunes. Nice, yeah. and you can plug that into a tree because it generates electricity. It's all natural. Right. Plug I it into the current bush. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one with the juice. All right, so hop online. Just Google hunting and gathering survival manual. A bunch of stuff is going to pop up. Also, find it's by Outdoor Life. Tim, where can we find you online, buddy? You just go to Twitter and type in Tim Mac Welch, and you'll see a picture of a Big Mac. And I'll tell you what the special sauce is. It's <laughs> awesome gravy. And then you'll be able to communicate with me through Twitter. All right, awesome gravy. Got to get to a break. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Outdoor Life, also Remington. Mr. Tim, you're so awesome, buddy. Thanks so Thank much, man. Thank you, guys. It's wonderful to speak to you. What do you do when you check a once-in-a-lifetime whitetail hunt off your bucket list? You share the experience with us. So like us at Facebook.com slash Jim and Trav and post some pics of you and your trophies on our wall. Again, that's Facebook.com slash Jim and Trav. Buy or bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. It's time for Buyer Bust. Buyer Bust. Buyer Bust. Buyer Bust. You did so good last week. What happened? Hey, I got a week older. Goodness went bye bye. <laughs> All right, so this is Buyer Bust. So this is where we buy things and we review them. People aren't giving us stuff. We actually buy we them. We actually stuff. have to go and get it. How come? What kind of a budget do we have? We don't have a big budget. That's why, you know, a lot we're reviewing a pop-up tent. <laughs> and it's $149.99. No, this is actually a great thing. You know, we're talking about fishing, uh, spring fishing, early spring fishing on this week's show. And such a great time to get kids out. You know, I mean, it's not, I mean, well, it's cold in some places. And some days that really cold. I take back everything I just said. It's still flipping cold, okay? Yeah, but, but the thing is, there are no leaves on the trees. No. The sun is bright. That's what I was getting to. And, and you he- take kiddos out there? Uh-oh. You always want to have them just lather down with a ton of sunscreen. It looks like they have some funky disease. Well, then crispy they critters is they what they are. Yeah, they won't get a skin cancer. But no, it's really great to have one of these pop-up shelters. And we've got a couple of them. And the one we're reviewing right now is the Shelter Logic 10x10 a Slant Leg Pop-Up Canopy. We've got there a couple of these. There she blows! Yeah. Just slips off the end of the tongue. <laughs> really easy. Rolls off. 
you can set this up, but I'm actually pointing to you because uh-huh. I've seen you do this. Everybody knows how graceful and athletic you are. <laughs> um, I can't walk and shoot gum. No, but really, um, you can. I can. You could set this thing up by yourself in under two minutes. You just. They kind of slip together, don't they? You unfold it. It like it's all one frame. You unfold it. You press push the, the center up. Pull the legs out. Stake it. You're done. Um, when you get out there, and let's face it, sometimes when you get above a thirty mile an hour wind, even when it's staked, you feel like you're Mary Poppins. You can fly away. <laughs> you do. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so that's one of the cons. There's more pros than anything. I like how lightweight it is. How easy it is to set up. Mm-hmm. To move to a new location, how many people can fit under it, how durable it is, and the price point. $149.99? Heck of a deal. You can't beat that at twice the price. Well, you I would do buy it then, yeah. <laughs> All right, so go check it out. Once again, it is called the Sheltered Logic. A 10 by 10 slant leg pop-up canopy. Uh, just hop on Cabela's in their little search tab, put in uh, canopy shelters. Got to come up. They got a lot of them. That's Cabela's.com. Cabela's.com. This has been Buyer Boss. Go buy a couple of these. But no, that is, you know, the, being serious, uh, skin cancer is such a terrible thing. Uh, a lot of people, you hear how bad it is over in Australia? It's bad in Australia? That's what they say. That's where they use them for shark bait. I wish I had <laughs> some statistics in front of me, but I don't. <laughs> Anyways, go check it out. I bet you they have a lot what? of these over there. Yeah, go get a blue one. Like we blue have. Blue one would be good. I'll I like checkered. It. It, it would be great on I, day. <laughs> whatever. All right. So go get one. com. right? That's it. World's foremost outfitter. Get, say the name of that thing again. The, the tent? Yeah. The Shelter Logic 10 by 10 slant leg pop-up canopy. We're killing time. You can never say that too much. Gotta get to a break. This has been Buyer Bus. We'll return right after this. Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Buyer Bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. Maps, charts, harvest statistics, detailed hunt stories, and 1,000 photos all packed into Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls. Buy it today by calling 719-661-4037. You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. So man, Casey Ashley, what a great guy. How about J.P. DeRose, Tim McWelch, and even old Tim Adams, Mrs. Bunny. You're always good. Thank you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> There's no denying There's that. There's no denying it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't... Early spring fishing is always one of my favorite topics to have on the show. Yeah. You know, and we want to thank also our 434 affiliate stations, advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. I thought Jimbo was going to say, I would like to thank Early Spring Fishing. Yes, I would. <laughs> and so, all girl band. You know what? Thank the big guy upstairs. Old JC for making fish. No, I thought it was All a right. landlord. All right, so uh, local news and weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Make sure you take some kids out this weekend. Introduce them to fishing. Have a great time. And out of the water. wear your PFDs. Wear your PFDs. Uh, that's not a PBJ either. Take a PBJ. They're good. Anyways, go fishing. Thank God. Be merry. We'll return next week. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.